no, no plunder on TV will ever get a job again. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the 40 Yard Switch, episode 87, if I'm not mistaken. It gets hard to keep track when you made this many Fs. We're seasoned professionals at this point. Uh, joined alongside me is Wilbur. Welcome back after a few weeks away. How are you, mate? Uh, yeah, good. Good. Good to be back. And we're back in the stew as well. Yeah. Cooking it up. Manas and Rezik both did um, a very good job, though. Not Rezik, Jan and Vinny. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> um, anywho. Anywho. Uh, we, we also thank you. Yeah, we thank the, those boys for their... Um, Rezik was uh, the other week. Yeah, Rezik, Rezik, Rezik is too busy uh, being, quote-unquote, slammed at work these days to fill in for the podcast. And right. I said, about time. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, thank, we thank you to those boys for tuning in. And we also thank our listeners, um, many of whom I think we assume uh, Manas might have brought in as we had a record, fifth, uh, record number of listeners uh, the week he hosted. So thank you for any new listeners out there. Welcome. This is the 40-yard switch. We have fun. Um, and we keep it light and breezy while talking about uh, football. Anyway, uh, first thing, first things first. I'm the realist. Sorry. <laughs> I'm in a bit, a bit of a silly, goofy mood today. Um, but, uh, tell you who's not in a silly, goofy mood, United. They're on a very serious we're back train uh, yeah. as they win the League Cup, their first trophy in six years, in pretty convincing fashion in the end. Yeah, well, obviously, yeah, but both both goals scored in the first half. and I mean, Newcastle had a couple of chances, but um, yeah, it was it was a pretty convincing win in the end. Yeah, no, big time. Uh, I thought, um, I, I don't. I think people were a bit harsh on Karius. Like maybe he could have saved that second one, but like it's hard with the deflection and like you know he's a third string keeper, hasn't played a game in ages. Like what, what was he supposed to do? Yeah, people were always going to jump on anything that Karius did. Yeah, slightly wrong. Yeah, um, obviously given his history, but yeah, the Rashford train rolls on. Yeah, initially not credited, credited for that goal. It was given as an own goal, but now he, he then he's. he's uh, post game was credited with it oh so, really yeah I didn't know that to be fair I thought it looked like an own goal on first glance and then I was like yeah well it was close enough if it's given it's given yeah um, but yeah as funnily enough it was like they won the league cup in 19 in the 1998-99 season with uh, a number 10 you've seen this stat yeah, number 10 yeah. and number 18 scoring uh, Sheringham and someone else Skulls and Skulls yeah um and they won the treble that year. It'll be the budget treble if they win yeah. this year. <laughs> Wait, because they did they win the... Was it the FA Cup that they won? And the Champions League. Yeah. So yeah. this is so, the League Cup and the Europa League. Yeah. But hey, trophies are trophies at the end of the day. That's, yeah, United fans getting too excited. You're in the Europa League, relax. <laughs> also, you've won the League Cup. It's good. It's good then. And they're on a, a good run of form. Yeah. But, well, my, yeah. yeah. My first point though, on the topic of United fans needing, needing to relax is, are United back? Uh, not just the League Cup win, but uh, of all teams across the major five leagues in Europe, they have the most wins in all competitions with 30. Really? Yeah. Next best is Real Madrid with 28. Wild. 
Ah, oh, Man United better than Real Madrid. <laughs> no, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> um, I don't think so. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think they're they're definitely on the way to be being uh, to, to being back. I think like when you look at it, not that much has changed from from the squad. Obviously, we've spoken about the impact of Casemiro quite a lot. And so, yeah, there's always a fine line between between being on a really hot run and, and not being on a hot run. So yeah. they're doing good at the moment, um, but it, has, it hasn't been that long as well that they've yeah. been in this hot um, spell of form. So, but, yeah. But it's, it's like, I don't know. It's the same logic that I feel like I was complaining about people when they were, when they were saying to like Arsenal are going to fall apart at some point. It's like, because United have now had that, "Quote unquote shit period for yeah. ten years now. People are like, oh, United you know, will fall apart at some point, and it's like based on what? Like they've struggled a couple games here, and like recently against what was it, Crystal Palace, and they got a draw. Mm. But like they didn't really look like oh, actually no, they almost looked like losing that game right at the end. But apart from that, like they've looked pretty convincing everywhere they go. Yeah, and there's a game that we'll touch on right at the end of the show that's coming out this weekend, which will be another big test for them to see. And if they win that, then like you really can't say that they're not thereabouts. Like, they're comfortably in third, uh, only, like, only a few points off City in second. Yeah, I've seen some United fans sort of say that they don't even want to be considered for the title race. You know, that's not really... I mean, you know, coming into this season, that's not something that... A, a goal that they would have had. Yeah, but neither did Arsenal fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you, you've spoken about the fact that, you know, like, n- now there are other sort of expectations of, you know, going on to win the title, but that wasn't, you know, what you guys were expecting yeah. at the start of the season. And, if you didn't win it, then it's not really as much of like a disappointment, even though it would be a big disappointment. Yeah. Because um, you guys are in a different position. But yeah, um, I can't remember what I was saying. <laughs> but it's just sort of like, you know, people uh, expecting you know, to fail. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'd, I just think, you know, it's, it is it is just always very tricky in the Premier League. You can be on a hot run and then you can easily switch. And I think that they've got a lot of the... Um, a lot of the pieces in place, but it don't. It could only take a couple of injuries for it to fall off. Yeah, but yeah, they've got a lot of momentum. I think if they can continue their momentum and have a good like summer transfer window, I think that's when they start to. They're building really the foundations like, to push for the title next year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Even if they, you know, who knows? They may be in it in thirteen games this year, but yeah. who knows? It looks like, yeah, they're trying to get a new contract sorted for Garnacho, which would be huge. Yeah, he's, he scored again he's in the class. FA Cup the other day. Yeah. In a narrow 3 a last gasp narrow 3-1 win. I say narrow 3-1 win, but it was it was a close game until yeah, yeah. he won it. Um, but yeah, I think there's two huge, three huge things this season for United. And the first one is Eric Ten Hag, like, without a doubt. Like you said, it's a, virtually the same squad, save for a couple of players. Yeah. Second is Casemiro. Complete like Eric Ten Hag's team was struggling until they got him. Mm. And the third is Marcus Rashford scored five times as many goals as he scored last season already this season. Yeah, twenty five goals in all competitions this season. That's he only scored five. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you don't like, especially for the last point. Like you hate to always bring it up, but yeah, I think the, the influence. You know, it's 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 hard to say it like explicitly, but you know, it does seem like the influence of Cristiano Ronaldo on the squad last year was essentially overall probably a negative. It was a negative. Yeah. Like I know, like, like in in my opinion, yes, you see, he scored eighteen goals, great, but to the detriment of the rest of the team. Mm. 
I don't know. I, I don't know because I'm just... not saying it's solely his fault. Yeah, yeah I think it's um, it's it's hard to yeah exactly. It's hard to be like oh Ronaldo was there, therefore Rush was scoring like five times more goals. I think that the other two are the other two factors that you mentioned, Ten Hag, and I I would say Casemiro as the number one are probably more important factors into that. I yeah. reckon because it free, just free like we've spoken about it, like it frees up. The rest of the players, like Casemiro's impact on the squad. Um, I forgot one final thing. Yeah. So there's four big factors, not three. Okay. <laughs> Ten Hag, Casemiro, Lissandro Martinez in Farron Maguire next to Varane. Yeah, true. And Marcus Rashford. Yeah. Because those are the two biggest things, in my opinion. Like, it was Ronaldo being a detriment to the team's attacking flow and Harry Maguire being a detriment to the team's defense. Yeah. Those were the two biggest things last season. Because it was but the same I'll... manager that finished second the season before. So you can't really say it was massively Oli. It was partly Oli. But like and like Ronaldo scored eighteen goals and that's great. But like if you if you watch them play, it was just lump everything into Ronaldo and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't. And yeah. and it didn't work enough times for them to finish sixth. Yeah. But that's why I also think that, you know, I would rank Martinez and Casemiro's inclusions like significantly higher that their like sort of beneficial impacts on the squad significantly higher than any detrimental impact oh yeah no, 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 have because you know they would just lump it in and now they have other options i suppose in yeah, that yeah um but i think it is very easy to and i've probably done it to focus on cristiano ronaldo because yeah. he's cristiano ronaldo yeah exactly mm. yeah I, I think what the final thing i'll leave off with is i, I by no means is it is, is it Cristiano Ronaldo's fault for the reason how anything turned out for the United last season? But him being there didn't help this, the, the overall situation. Mm, yeah. 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 But yeah, <laughs> I feel like I'm saying the same thing, but like it, it, it does, come, we spoke about it so much last season. It yeah. comes back to that defensive midfielder role. Yeah. And Harry Maguire coming out of the squad. Yeah, it felt like we were banging our head against the yeah. wall for quite a while saying they needed a defensive midfielder and they finally got one and look what happened yeah um but anyway we, we briefly mentioned the, the title race just before um so uh we'll, we'll sort of the, the game we'll, we'll talk about the title race and the relegation battle and the game that's gonna uh sort of spur the conversation for both is the catch-up game that was played the other night between arsenal and everton uh, Arsenal, we're not going to talk too much about the game. Arsenal won 4-0. Um, Everton didn't play very well. Arsenal played decently well. Uh, but the situation it leaves it in is that the title, uh, Arsenal have now played their, their, their game in hand. So they are level on games played with City. Five points clear. United have one game in hand. They're six points behind us. But if they win that game in hand, they're one point... No, two points behind... No, sorry. United are 11, points, 11 points behind us. There'd be three points behind City and eight points behind us. Yeah. Um, and but whereas Everton uh, are back in the relegation zone, but only twenty, only four points separates nineteenth from thirteenth in the league table. Yeah. So it's very congested in there. Yeah, but all teams save Wolves and Everton have played twenty-four. Yeah. So yeah. They've all got a game in hand. It's yeah, it's, it's very close down there, and that's why I feel like yeah, it, it's obviously hotting up, and yeah. it's going to be very close. But it's it's hard to get a steer of 
who who you think is going to go. I mean, we've got an idea that probably Southampton will. But even then, like, they're not that far off either, being being back in at Southampton. Yeah, but I feel like points-wise, they're not far off. Like, the way they're playing, they're a little way off. Mm. But they're very up and down as well. Mm. Especially with with their, without a manager of, or without the new confirmed. Yeah, the guy from... Gracia from used to be the Wolves manager. Happy, oh. happy Gracia. Is no, he, Watford is manager. He, is he the interim or is he just? No, I'm pretty sure he got appointed he got pending appointed? a work permit. Oh right, okay. I think I, saw I know that. he was like caretaking for a game or two. Yeah, but yeah. So, I mean, we talked about the relegation battle and like who we thought well, when we did our mid-season review. We, we talked about who we thought we was going to get down maybe two, three weeks ago. But at this point. Hard to say who we really think is going to go down at this point because everyone's um, pretty inconsistent. The only thing I will say is Nottingham Forest have looked a little bit better for a you know mix mismatch of players that they are in yeah. recent weeks. Um, and Leicester, like, have been playing well, but have recently dropped off again. So hard to say what's going on. I still don't think they're only going to be anywhere near the relegation zone, but. Um, it's tricky. I still don't think Everton are going to get relegated either. Um, it'll be interesting to see how Leeds go uh, without the new manager or with with a new manager. Have they even got a new manager yet? I don't think so. No, I'm pretty sure they don't yet. Nothing confirmed. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I'm going to back myself here until I, they haven't got one. I heard someone in America coming out saying um, that... No, they haven't. They don't. Oh, Leeds had... Leeds named Jack Garcia. Oh, no, sorry. That's who I was talking Harvey about. Harvey Garcia. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Southampton have that guy who was like caretaking for a couple of games. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Leeds Leeds don't convince me. Um, West Ham, I don't I can't get a. I can't get a beat on them. I don't know why. I don't know why they're still this close to the relegation zone with the team that good. My guess is that they will They will avoid relegation. Like, yeah. the, the squad's too strong. But yeah, Everton are back in trouble now after, you know, you know, we had that like a few, like maybe two good wins since. Yeah, since it's just, it's just the lack of anything up top that kills you. Yeah, Mo, like, Mope is stifling. Yeah. Like, and when he shoots, it's just like, what, is, what like, are you doing? Like your defense is, is okay, but n- even a good defense put under pressure for that long over 90 minutes is going to get a goal. And as players, like we were talking about yesterday, like... Players like Garner, who's meant to be, you know, a, a sort of senior figure and, um, I suppose, steady steady the ship a little bit, has looked at times quite poor. He had a really bad mistake against Brighton, and then he obviously had that just, com- like, ridiculous lack of awareness for a player of his experience yeah, in that position. Yeah, he's played for PSG, yeah. Like, crazy. I don't know what's going on there. But, yeah, it's hard to say. I, th- I think... I think Everton are in trouble. You do? I reckon Everton are in trouble. Yeah, I, I mean, right now, they are. I just, for some, I, I don't know, and like, this may come back to bite me. I just feel like for some reason, they, they will avoid it. Yeah. I back Sean Dyche as their, as a manager in this situation over a new Leeds manager, a new Wolves manager, um, and yeah. I mean, that's, that's really the only other two teams I can see dropping down. Yeah. But... It's just, it's just. I think it's just hard generally to think about West Ham or Everton going down. Yeah, but yeah, especially Everton though. Like West Ham have like came up like semi recently, 
back to the Premier League. Like I think it was like mid two thousand tens. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. True, I didn't know. That. Yeah, because they they were they were rele- they were relegated and then they came back up with like Kevin Nolan and Carson Cole and stuff. That team. Yeah. Sort of FIFA. I remember I just remember playing with them in the championship. It's like in like FIFA twelve, I think. Okay, true. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, in terms of the, the t- looking to the top te- top half of the table, Liverpool, despite their absolute thumping at the hands of Real Madrid, um, have actually been doing pretty well in the league. Like, yes, due to Crystal Palace, but um, three wins out of their last four and no losses in those four and have crept up to sixth. Um, Newcastle are falling off a little bit. Uh, three draws and a loss in their last four. And Tottenham are actually doing pretty well. Surprisingly, yeah, Tottenham are looking good, and obviously a very good win against Chelsea. Yeah, um, at but, the weekend. but but also another tro- confirmed another trophyless season for Tottenham as they bowed out one nil to uh, Sheffield United in the FA Cup. They could win the league. Huh? <laughs> they could win the league. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess so. But yeah, I think that obviously that race for the fourth Champions League spot. Um, He's hotting up now. He's hotting up a now lot. Now Liverpool's back in it. And if um, United win the Europa League, is there another Champions League spot? Yeah. In the Premier League? Yeah, yeah. Okay, true. It'll, it'll go to the team that finishes fifth. I yeah, think. and then yeah. six would get Europa League. Yeah. yeah, six and seven would get Europa League. Which Fulham, Brighton and Brentford could be gunning for. <laughs> Which out of those three do you reckon could be could, could be a, could be a lock for seventh? Because I, I honestly don't think it's Chelsea at this point. I don't see them recovering to a point where they finish seventh. Brighton or Brentford, I would say. Brighton or Brentford? Yeah, I th- I think they'll. They just seem to me. Obviously, they've they've had a bit more Premier League experience over the last few years. Yeah, that's and that's that's why I would call it. Fulham have the I think the second the, the third most points accrued since the new year um, out of any team in the Premier League, mm. uh, behind I think it's United and Brentford. So, you can, I guess you can't count them out, but like you said, it's their first season back in the Premier League. Yeah. The squad's good, but it's not amazing, and yeah. it's, it's hard to keep it up for that long. It's but, a credit to Marco Silva. Yeah. 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 I'd like to see him doing well. Yeah. Had, yeah he's had a bit of a tough time of it at Everton. Yeah. And I do think he's a good manager. Most most managers do have a tough time at Everton. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's obviously done a very good job there. But yeah. Uh, with, with regards to the title race... I was initially thinking we'd, 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 we'd have another little prediction, but I, I said, let's hold off until we're under 10 games. Not 10 games. Like if, once, once, if, the, if the scenario still looks the same with like eight games to go, then we'll start, then we'll start talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm still too scared to talk about it. Yeah. But I will happily speculate you, about it. You'd be bricking it. Yeah. Because we've still got to go to the Etihad. We've still got to go to Anfield. We've still got to go to St. James's Park. So, yeah. And we've got games against Chelsea. Um, but anyway. More on that later. More on that later. All right. Uh, moving on to European competitions. Uh, we've got the UCL round of 16 second legs. Um, this may have briefly been touched on. Like, I think I get told Jan and Vinny to give me like... Actually, no, I think it was for the Europa League. Um, score, so yeah, we'll go, we'll go through each game uh, and just sort of give us our thoughts. Now we've... we've We've pretty much seen, at least seen highlights or watched some games of all of the first legs. Uh, um, and we've sort of know the scenarios of all of all the games. So we can maybe give a little bit more of an educated guess for our second leg predictions. Uh, so let's kick it off with next Wednesday's, Wednesday morning's games, uh, Chelsea and Dortmund. Um, so Dortmund going in with a 1-0 lead. yes. Lead. Um, uh, and this is at Stamford Bridge? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think yeah, that's. I, does, I, I, to, be, to be fair, I don't really feel like home advantage make, helps Chelsea much at the moment. Hmm. They, they haven't been. They lost to Hampton at home, like literally. I last do. Week. I do expect their performance to start picking up because I, I noticed that in the in the Tottenham game that um, something that we spoke about, you know, being key to Chelsea's success is having uh, Chilwell and Reese James in the side, and they were both back in the side for the Tottenham game. Okay. Um, but then they don't have Thiago Silva. Yeah, he's out for six weeks. Mm. They do have other. I mean, they've got crazy, crazy squad. Yeah. Um, I think it's a matter of time before they before the before the performances pick up. I'm I'm not sure that it's gonna happen now though. I think I think it'll maybe like a draw. Yeah, I one can, all. I can see a draw happening in Dortmund because I think Dortmund are a good enough team and they're well enough coached to know that like. They'll obviously try and win the game, but like, no, if it gets to the point where it is, you know, one all or something, that in the last ten minutes they'll they'll be good enough to hold out and back that and trust themselves to um, hold out a Chelsea team that hasn't played that well in crunch moments yeah. over the past month or so. So yeah, I, I'd probably go. Despite saying that, I'm going to say Dortmund are going to win two one. Two one. I'll say one all. Yeah. Okay. Two one all. Uh, Benfica Club Bruges um, so Benfica were a lot better than I thought uh, they were going to be um, considering they lost uh, Enzo Fernandez and uh, Darwin Nunes in the summer I think and Scott Parker's introduction to European football has not gone uh, as well as he would have hoped um, so yeah I think it's hard to see uh, Club Bruges coming back from this one yeah I think especially at, at in Benfica yeah I think Benfica will win um, and obviously go through. It just, I suppose, it just goes to show you that those players clearly weren't worth that much money. Yeah, <laughs> because they're replaceable. It's the system. <laughs> what? Well, yeah, it's not. It's, yeah, no. You can just look better. Yeah. Anyway. No, no, I agree. It's not worth going to that. Um, but yeah, I mean, like we, we like, yeah, like, like they're both good players, but no, we, like it's more to the point that no player is really worth that much money. Mm, yeah, exactly. except unless it's like even Drew Bellingham, like he's good, but like 150 million next next off season is is ridiculous. Yeah, like he's he's a, he's a hundred million player. I'll say that, but 150 yeah. million is just. Have we spoken before? Just typically, players who go for that much don't live up yeah. to the price tag. Um, so yeah, Benfica probably winning. Um, I'll say one nil just because they won't have won't have as much oomph to win it as as they may already feel like they have it. Locked. Yeah, I'll say two one. Two one. Picked out on the sky. Nice. <laughs> uh, PSG Bayern. This is the game that I uh, will be watching live from Stan Sports Studios in Sydney. Um, oh really? Yeah. Nice. This is where I'm going up to. Oh, yeah. That's sick. next 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 week. Yeah. Huge. All um, right, so fill us in then. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, despite the Bayern winning 1-0 in this game, um, this was a very close game. Like, PSG had multiple chances, and Mbappe, like, two very marginal offsides, could, had goals ruled out, could have been a very different scoreline. Uh, and I think, and also, I can't remember which Bayern player. Can you click on the, on the thing and see which Bayern player got sent off? I'm just trying to see if it's a key one or not. Pavard. Mm, it's not not not. It's a first team player, but not as integral. But um, it's at home for Bayern, which is obviously big. They play well at home. But PSG are in good form. Uh, Mbappe has just just become the leading goal scorer for PSG all time, and he's only twenty four, which is ridiculous. Uh, Messi's one of the. F- Messi's already got amassed ten goals and assists so far this season. 
Um, Neymar might be out, but he also might be fit. So that's I'm not sure about that one. If he's fit, I can see. I can. I know I predicted to uh, PSG to win last time, but and they didn't. But are they still? Uh, I think show that they could win. So I'm gonna say oh, it's just something about like the like the ability for PSG to just like oh so he's gonna miss so Neymar's gonna miss the the Bayern trip. But still, even without him, there's just something about PSG's like. Ability to just like score three goals in like no time at all. Yeah, yeah. That being said, I think it'll be like lots of goals, like two all, and Bayern just go through. Mm. But like, I wouldn't be surprised if PSG came back and won like three two or four two. But yeah, my my feeling is that PSG will win. It'll be like three one. I'm gonna pick three one. Okay, I'm gonna go. I just I know it's weird. I just bigged them up for so much, but I'm gonna go two all. And buy him to go through. Hmm. I don't know why I've suddenly just you turned on that. But. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, and then we've got Milan Tottenham at the Tottenham Stadium. This is a very interesting one as well because uh, Milan edged it in the, at the San Siro, but Spurs did have a few chances, and Tottenham do play very well at home. It's just a very tricky one. And they're coming off a very good win against. Yeah, like, my head, my head, even my, though Chelsea are bad. Yeah, my heart and my head are saying different things here. <laughs> Because Milan are playing very well this season as well. Like I'm pretty sure they are like they're nowhere near Napoli in terms of the the City R title race, but they are. Hold on, they're third, and they're equal on equal on points with second, who which is Inter. Um, yeah. So I think I think Tottenham win. You think Tottenham win? But do they win by enough? To go through, yeah. I don't. I personally don't see them win. If they Tottenham win, I don't see them winning by more than a goal. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. Is this going to penalty? Is this the first tie that goes to penalties? I could see it going that way. I think one one nil to Tottenham in the ninety, yeah. and then it's just hard to predict after that, though. Hey, mm. I think maybe Tottenham go through after that. I'm going to go Milan to go through on penalties because Tottenham are just historically bottle jobs. <laughs> and like, it's just, that's just facts. That's just facts. Like they, they crumble in big moments in, mm. in big competitions. They have for years. So if it goes to penalties, uh, and I think it will, um, I back Milan to win that one. Yeah. Uh, then we've got Porto versus Inter. Um, Inter won that one, and it was another very intern game. Porto with a red card in that one as well. Ottavio. Ottavio, he's good. He's, he is good. And he's an in, integral part of that attacking unit of Porto. The number 10. Um, is it, is this at the San Siro? No, it's in it's in Porto. Yeah. Mm. I reckon Inter win. You reckon Inter win? Yeah. 1-0. 1-0 on the night. 1-0 on the night. Make it 2-0 on aggregate. This is this is this is this is my I'm gonna 
I'm, I'm going to consider it an upset. I'm, I'm, this is where I pick the upset. I reckon, I reckon Porto are going to come back and win this one. So on the night to uh, three one in uh, sorry three one in extra time. So three two overall. Okay, true. Yeah, rate it. Man City Leipzig. This was one all in the first leg in Leipzig. Um, Did you see um, Pep Guardiola's pre- pre- yeah, press conference it, afterwards? It reeked of arrogance. I wasn't a fan of it. Mm. Um, and like, sure, you can be happy with the way your team is playing, but you got to. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I didn't mind it so much. Well, because because he was saying he was he, saying that there's I no easy some, games. Like p- people expect him to go there and win like five nil or something. Oh, I was talking something about, like that. I was talking about how like he was like, oh, I have the substitutions and I can use them if I want to, but I'm I I didn't want to use them. And like I'm a good enough coach that I don't have to use them. And I was like, okay. Yeah, the the part that I saw, I probably just saw a clip of and watched the whole thing. But um, yeah, it was it was him saying you know along the lines of. People expect us to go there and win, act like it's some sort of like easy game. Whereas like playing against Leipzig in Leipzig is and Leipzig team. are a good team. They're like I think Jan corrected me on this the other day. Like they're I think they're third or fourth in the Bundesliga and one of the most important teams in the Bundesliga at the moment. Mm. So yeah. yeah. That being said, I do think City are going to win at home. Um, like if if Pep Guardiola, Pep Guardiola is a good enough manager to use that. First game is like a feel-out game. See what we can do. See what we can adjustments we can make. And I think he'd make them. And I think City went at home. Yeah, I'm gonna go three-one on the night. I think two-one. Two-one. City on the night. That is. Yeah. yeah. And finally, Napoli versus Eintracht Frankfurt. Uh, Napoli won two-nil in the first leg. I see them steamrolling this one. Um, I yeah, they're can, I can in hot at the moment. Yeah, they're 18 points clear in the city. Uh, really? Um, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Um, and I, yeah, I could see another two nil, even potentially even worse. But I'm going to go four nil on aggregate two nil on the night. Um, I'll go one nil to Napoli. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, uh, the big. Clash. Real Madrid uh, already 5-2 ahead against Liverpool. Um, uh, it's at the Bernabeu as well. Um, Such an interesting first leg. Yeah. that It's just crazy. Um, uh, I don't see Liverpool winning. Let's get that out of the way. Like, oh, I mean, the tie, obviously. Let's get out of the way. There's no. There's going to be no fairy tale comeback in this one. Um, do I see Liverpool getting some, anything out of just the 90-minute game? Not really. <laughs> either. Um at best, I think they can get a draw. I don't think they can win. At best, they can get a draw. Like on the on, on the, the night. on the on the night, yeah. Um, I, I I think Liverpool fans could be happy if they got it like a two all, mm. but I, I think Real Madrid will probably win like two one. Yeah, this is based in <laughs> this is based on nothing, but I'm I'm just gonna pick. Um, a, a Liverpool win and come back. <laughs> oh, really? I feel like this just happens in the Champions League all the time. <laughs> um, you know, and they've seemed to be happening more and more often. <laughs> hey, stranger things have happened. So I will pick. What's so that, that, so that they have to, over, they have to overcome a three goal uh, deficit. Three. Really? So they have to win by four goals. So, or at least have to, at least have to, at least have to get to the 90 minutes tied. So three goals. Okay, let's pick four one in ninety. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And this is just one of those ones where you make a call, you know. <laughs> sure. Everyone calls you crazy. I don't. Yeah, I, I am calling you crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, Liverpool have. I mean, they scored two goals within like. Yeah, they were two in, in very quick succession early yeah, on. Yeah, so yeah. they and they they have players that can score goals if it's their night. It's just whether um, they can be a little bit less leaky than conceding five goals. Yeah. So anyway, I'll I'll pick I'll pick four one in ninety and um, penalties. Yeah, yeah, get through in penalties. Okay, yeah, yeah. That. I'm gonna that'd pick. Be that'd be nice and dramatic. Yeah, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna change change my already said. I'm gonna pick two all on the night. Real Madrid go through. What's that? Seven four on aggregate. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's that's the Champions League. It'd be a absolute uh, classic. Yeah, Mark, that would be right. incredible if if you pick that. Yeah. Don't everyone? Don't anyone ever question Wilbur's ball knowledge ever again? <laughs> but also, if Wilbur doesn't get it, that's not to say that Wilbur doesn't know ball because he really put himself out in the limb. <laughs> um, exactly. There's no risk to me. Yes, yeah, it's, it's low risk, high reward. Um, all right. We get uh, lastly before we move on to the two big Premier League games of the weekend, we're going to quickly discuss just the two English teams um, and their Europa League round of sixteen ties, purely for the fact that we know some of the other teams in the. Uh, Europa League, but we don't know half of the, uh, their opponents. We know Union Berlin, how well they're doing in the Bundesliga, but we don't, we've never heard of Union San Gilos or Gil, Gilwas, I think. Gilwas, yeah, yeah. Uh, last week. Uh, we know Leverkusen, we don't know Ferrovacos. I've heard the name, I don't know how well they play. Uh, Roma versus Sociedad, like, again, we know their teams and we sort of know roughly how well they've been playing, but we don't really know enough to comment. Shakhtar, no idea how they're doing in the European League this year. Feyenoord, similarly, I know they're up there in the Dutch League, but don't know much about it. Uh, Fenerbahce, don't know. Freiburg, don't know. I, I know the teams, I just don't know how they're going. Uh, and So yeah, we're going to stick to what we know, yeah. which is Arsenal versus um, Sporting and United versus Betis. Also, just yeah, thing to note on uh, Juventus was um, interesting during the week was uh, Pogba's comeback. From injury. Yeah, he's oh. back. Yeah, he made his second debut for Juventus. Interesting. Pog back. Pog back, maybe. <laughs> All right, so I'm quickly going to just check where how Sporting are doing in uh, the Portuguese league. Probably should have checked this before we went live, but what are you going to do? Um, sporting currently are fourth. In the Portuguese league behind Benfica, Porto, and Braga. So that fills me with confidence, is all I'm going to say. Um, What's the. They're 15 points off top, four points off third. Yeah. Um, look, seems to be in good form, four wins out of their last five. But. And like Arsenal, yes, I, I have. Three wins in their last three, but that, but I guess with a draw and a loss also in there as well. But I, I like the way we're playing right now. I, I back us to win. Like, I think interesting from an Arsenal perspective right now is how much do you care about the Europa League at this point in time? Uh, not enough. Like it, it, not not enough that we're not going to rotate some players. Like yeah, Jorginho yeah. will play over Partey. Um, players like like you might see Rob Holding get a game. Tommy Asu will come in. Kieran will probably play. Matt yeah. Turner will probably play. And what do you think, like... I mean, it's very hard to say, but you, we can speculate. What do you think you, Arteta and the, the playing group will be thinking about it right now? Do you, do you think they'd be less 
like almost less motivated. I think no, I think they'll be as motivated, but I think they'll also realize that. That actually, to be fair, also we only we have Bournemouth this week in the Premier League, mm. so. He, he, but it's huge. Every game is huge. I know, but. I think uh, maybe not as many players as I just said rotated in, but there will be so, like they will not play the same side that played against um, Everton on midweek. Yeah, yeah, for sure, it'll be different. I just feel like you, the you Premier po- League is so 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 much more valuable than the Europa yeah. League. <laughs> yeah, and because uh, considering the Europa League is a tool to get into the Champions League for for uh, for almost every team yeah. that plays in it. Yeah, I for think the big, for the big clubs. So yeah, yeah. so. Oh yeah, so for the big clubs, the, for the for the teams that are in the top six of their leagues, um, so yeah, but at the same point, it's still a trophy, and like that and the Premier League are the only trophies left that we're in. Yeah, it it, it is it is an important trophy in its own right as well, for sure. But I just think, you know, it's 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 no comment on the Europa League. It is the second tier European competition, but like yeah. just the Premier League for Arsenal is like. Oh yeah. yeah. That's the thing. I think there'll be some rotations. I can see Nketiah coming in because he's not played the last two games or he's come off the bench. Um, I can see... Uh, I mean, Jorginho is probably going to play anyway because Partey's not 100%, but Partey played a whole half against... Um, <laughs> Gabriel Jesus has only just come back in training, so he won't be ready for this game. Okay, right. Uh, he was probably two weeks off or three weeks off. Um, that's good though yeah he's very good I uh, saw, saw the photos of him back in training the other day and I was like oh my god mm. um, but yeah Nketiah will play I'll almost hang my hat on that um, I think Jorginho will play which means Partey will start on the weekend because he, he played a half for Jorginho um, uh, at, on midweek against Everton yeah 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 um, and I wouldn't be surprised if Rob Holding plays next to Gabriel Mm. And Saliba's rested. Yeah, um, yeah. They'll definitely be pro. Yeah, pro- and I think and I think Kiarantini is good enough to warrant a start. And Tommy Asif for White isn't really much of a rotation because they're both very good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so yeah, so I think Tommy Asif for White, Tini for Zinchenko, maybe Rob Holding at centre back, uh, and then Inkedia up top and Matt Turner in goal. That's those are rotations, but it's not huge. You're still going to have Erdegaard probably. Maybe playing, they might play Fabio Vieira there, mm. but because Fabio Vieira has played against Sporting, has used to playing against them, has played against them for two or three years in his career already, True. Uh, and has shown has been very impressive every time he comes on. So that may be another rotation. But like I said, it's still you're still going to have Saka will play, Martinelli or Trossard will play, Jaka will play, uh, one of Gabriel and Saliba will still play, yeah, uh, and you'll, and Jorginho or Partey will play, who are, you know have both been proven to be quite good. Um, so what are you? Are we predicting the leg or the the tie? Uh I'll predict the tie because we'll have time to predict the the second. No, sorry, the leg, the, the leg, yeah. not the tie. Maybe have... leg and tie might be the same thing. Anyway, uh, so I'll, I'll pick us uh, away at Sporting. I'll be happy with like a one nil. I think because like it's still a tough place to go um, against a decent opponent. So I'll be happy with a one nil and with a watered down squad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna pick one all. I reckon Sporting will score. Yeah, and then one. Yeah, I, I could see that too. And I could see us maybe like being like, okay, that's and then winning the second leg. Mm, yeah. Um, all right, United versus Real Betis. Real Betis currently fifth in the Liga, if I'm not mistaken. I, I remember looking it up last year. Yeah, last week. Sorry. Yeah, very close chasing pack for Barca and Real, but they're obviously clear of the chasing pack oh um, sorry last thing I mentioned before um, we move on from the Arsenal Sporting game is Hector Bellerin now plays for Sporting so it's a nice little 
reunion moment. Oh, I thought he played for Betis. No, he's he's now playing yeah, Sporting. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the you know the they're in the chasing pack of 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 Barcelona, Real Madrid, and La Liga, Real Betis. Um, I just feel like. You know, given we were talking before about United's form at the moment, it's very hard to see them, um, yeah, not winning this tie at, at home. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I can see United winning this one as well at home. Um, I think they'll be tested uh, potentially more than they were against Newcastle, just because Betis have proven to be quite good in uh, in the past few seasons. I think they finished third in the league last year. Um, so yeah, I can see I can see them being. I think they're, they're not going to be in those ties because they already qualified through from the. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I can see I can see them scoring against United, but I also can see Rashford getting a goal. Um, Garnacho, I reckon. You reckon Rashford's not going to play? No, I reckon Garnacho will score as well. Oh yeah, yeah. like Garnacho will see some game time. I reckon, yeah, and I reckon do quite well. Um, I can, yeah. Interesting thing: Does United rest Casemiro for this game, or is the or is the Europa League a little bit more important to United than it is to Arsenal? I would I, I would say so, just because Arsenal are closer to winning the league. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, if if Casemiro needs to be rested, then is the, Casemiro rested in the FA Cup tie against West Ham? I should have. I'm not sure. I'm not 100. percent if Casemiro was rested in the FA Cup tie against, because um, they they because they, they they do have a they do have Liverpool this week this weekend which we will touch on. Yeah, he was. He was. So he's rested in that game. He'll play against Liverpool. I can probably I can see him I can see him playing against. He he strikes me as a player who's who's in form, obviously, um, and you know is pretty well seasoned. Like probably know how to manage his body. I reckon he can play in both. Yeah, They're both okay. important ties. Okay, um, three one, three one to United. I'm gonna go two one. I think the, the these Europe, these European ties are always a little bit closer than you expect them to be. I feel like, especially when it gets to this sort of stage of the tournament. Yeah. That being said, Real Madrid beat Liverpool five two. But anyway, <laughs> um, all right. There we go. Finally, moving on to the two big Premier League games this weekend. First off, we've got the rematch of one of the best games this season, uh, which was Newcastle City 3-3 at St. James's Park earlier this season, Uh, with Newcastle going to the Etihad this weekend, 11.30pm tomorrow night. I will be watching that one. Um, Yeah, Uh, I see this is a tricky one because Newcastle have stumbled in recent weeks. But I could also see them turning up for this game. I don't know. Something about it. Like especially after like losing losing the cup last weekend. You got a bit of, you know Yeah. Right back. Man City have a pretty big like we've just spoken about, Champions League tie. To prepare for, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that'll be the week after. Um But okay, I'm I'm gonna go with my initial feeling, and my initial feeling is that City will win. Yeah. Just convincingly just, or close? No, I think it'll be close. Um, I just feel that yeah, Newcastle, like you say, Newcastle have been slipping a bit, and Man City have a very clear, like I don't know, goal. Yeah. Um, Chase Arsenal down and yeah. win the Champions League, and I think, yeah, I think that'll get them over the line, especially for this tie. Yeah, uh, I'm inclined to agree. 
You're going to go 2-1? Two, 2-0. Two, nil. Two, nil. Two, nil. I'm going to go 2 all. 2 all. Yeah. <laughs> you love Newcastle. <laughs> I do. I do like them. And also, but it's probably... That's slightly my heart... That's too. slightly my heart talking because I would love... This is a game where I can see City dropping points and that would be huge if they did. Yeah, yeah. Um, it comes into it. But like, like I, I, my, my head says City are going to win, but fuck it, I'm going to go 2 all. I think it's a fair shout as well, like you mentioned, them yeah. coming off a loss in, the, in a cup final. Yeah. Very dangerous game for City. Yeah. Very dangerous. All right. And the premier game of the week at an absolutely unwatchable time if you're in uh, Melbourne, Australia or anywhere on the East Coast. Um, Liverpool versus Manchester United at Anfield. Oh boy, this is going to be some game. Yeah, this is Because Liverpool have been much improved in the league in recent, in recent weeks. United are obviously in the best form they've been in in some time. Uh, Liverpool obviously lost to United earlier this season in quite... Uh, at, at the time, it was like shock fashion. It turned out to be not so much of a shock as Liverpool got worse and United got better. But yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, this obviously the fixture itself, doesn't, you don't need to explain how like important it is. But it's, yeah, this season, it was a turning point yeah, for both big teams. Huge. And it, it, you know, it can be again. Um, United will be very, very up for it. Coming off the the cup final win, Liverpool, yeah, their sort of fortune seem to be changing in the league. I've, I've, I don't know. I'm finding it very hard to pick this one. Yeah, me too. I'll just go a draw. You're going to go a draw? <laughs> yeah. One all. One all. It could be, yeah, a bit like cagey. It could. It, it really could be. I'm also finding this hard. Because um, it's like it's an historic fixture. Yeah. But you know, in recent years, it has been a little bit like very cagey, lots yeah, of nil alls. Yeah. But also, I feel like both now with the type of managers that they have, I also don't see it being goalless. Yeah, true. Um, oh, it'd just be such a huge win for both teams as well. Mm. Like United win, and like they're still well and truly like in the hunt for City. Liverpool win and they're catapulted back into the top four race. Yeah. A draw doesn't really do much for either of them. Um, although if City win, it does sort of push United out of that title race a little bit more. Yeah. Um, oh, God, this is tough. They're both nearing full strength as well. I think Canate is out for Liverpool, but outside of that, they've got most of their attacking options outside of Luis Diaz back. United have everyone, obviously. Um, purely for the fact that I think Liverpool are gonna are gonna have a little bit more in them to win it because they lost last time. Yeah, I'm gonna say Liverpool win in the same scoreline that United beat them earlier in the season. Which I don't was two one two one. I don't really have much to base that off, but in such a tight game, I just think that there might be a little bit of extra something. In Liverpool because they won because they lost last time. Yeah, and it's at home. Yeah, it's at home. Yeah, but like I could see United winning easily. I could also see a big. Like, I could see every scoreline in this in this game happening. Like, the, like, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go two. If you have to push me for a prediction, I'm gonna go two one. That's what we're doing here. Yeah, that's what. That's literally <laughs> the whole point of the show. <laughs> All right, Liverpool two one. He's picked a one all draw, and yeah, 
very exciting match. I can't wait to watch the mini match of that one after I sleep through it <laughs> at three yeah. thirty a.m. on, on Monday. Monday morning. <laughs> but yes, whoa, hello. Um, that'll be it for us. Um, uh, it's good to be back talking football, um, and lots and lots of interesting games to happen over the weekend and uh, midweek next week. Um, we'll probably be as I'm away in Sydney next during midweek next week. We'll probably have to be recording around about the same time next week, but. We'll figure that out. Um, so yes, if you enjoyed listening to what we have to say, uh, give us a follow on Spotify, maybe a little cheeky five-star rating. Uh, follow us on Instagram, 40rtwitch.pod. We post an Instagram story every time we post an episode. And yeah, I've been Woody. He's been <laughs> And we'll see you next time.